to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Hi. How are you? From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood. This is the Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you can be, you've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, all the places to get your good podcasts and your bad ones. You can find us, friend us, follow us on the socials, Local Bar Media over on the Facebook, and Chad Alexander online if you're an Instagram person. Try to do more and more over there. My daughter and I have had some fun with that lately. Um... But uh, that's the place you can find us. If you want to send a message to the show, go ahead and do that through our Facebook page at Local Bar Media. If you are looking for a hard-hitting political breakdown, you are in the wrong spot. I've already gotten messages today, Twitter and Facebook, talking about Supreme Court rulings. People, if you're new to the show, I have a 48-hour rule. Whenever anything happens that's big in the media, that's big in society, no matter what it is, I give it 48 hours, let it sit, marinate it, get all the facts, get all the feelings out of the way, let something run through me emotionally and think about it cerebrally before I start commenting it. I don't wear my Facebook page on my sleeve. (laughs) If you thought that's what today's show was going to be about, you're wrong. But if you want to get away from all the madness, you've come to the right spot. I have a great guest this week, somebody that I have actually been following for a while, and uh, I'm excited to have him on. You know, over the past few weeks, we've talked a lot about making a difference, uh, about wanting the world to be different, but what do we do? And and I really have started off uh, something I, I wrote to myself in my journal over two months ago, And I decided that it's time to stop being so complacent and to and to pass that message along. You want to make a difference. You got to get out and do something. And um, I still see people sitting on the sidelines. I still see people crying and bitching and moaning and not doing anything and thinking that putting it up on the on the socials is making a difference. And what I'm realizing is that people are wanting to get the credit the same credit that the people who are out doing get. And that's not right. I have a guy today that is about to join me that just went out and started making something happen. And people, I don't know that I've seen a better um, example of making something huge out of nothing I, it, it I've never been I don't it's been a long time since I've been this personally close to hey I'm I'm going to surprise the world and make a huge difference uh, so I'm excited about that interview coming up here in a second um there's a lot of people right now that uh, come to the show because of the positivity and the interesting interesting stories we have with people, and they look for some type of guidance. I, I want to take just a quick minute here 
uh, because of a lot of the emails that I've been getting, I've been I've been trying to send messages back, and and I want to stay as positive as I can. I'm not talking down to anybody, but folks, I, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to stop telling me your plans and start moving forward with them. I, I read something a long time ago that talked about the challenges. It, 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 one of the things that you'll hear a lot of folks say, a lot of Christian philosophers will say, speak it into existence. Go out and tell people what your plans are. Make it happen. Speak it into existence. Another way that I've heard that spoken about is people will say, if you go tell your friends what you're going to do, you'll hold yourself more accountable. Now, that may be true, but a lot of you may have seen that not work for you in the past. And I, I read something the other day that I thought was profound. And one of the things it said was, don't tell a damn soul what you want to do. And I was like, okay, you have my attention. I'm curious. This is the exact opposite of anything else I've heard. And what the cat was saying, I can't remember who wrote this, was that when you go and tell people, there's an endorphin release in what you're doing. As a matter of fact, I think this is Ed Lattimore. I almost didn't give credit to a guy I look up to and somebody who's been on the show. I think it was Ed Lattimore. What you do is there's, there's, a, there's a release. There's a chemical release in your, in your brain when you tell somebody about this exciting thing that you want to do. And a lot of times if you do that a lot, what happens is your body becomes satisfied. It becomes satisfied with that release as if you have done it. And then you turn around and, and nothing's been done. We, we need to get away with away from that. We need to get back into, hey, let's make something happen. So I, uh, I'm excited about this. I, I, I want to bring on uh, th this interview. It's, it's, it's with a, a heck of a guy. And uh, if you haven't heard of Rodney Smith, you, you probably have heard about him. Um, but I'm excited about this. Someone who decided that he's just going to put it into action. Look at that as an example of what to do. Uh, so here's my interview with Rodney, and I will talk to you on the other side. I've watched on Twitter. My, I, I've got to give my wife credit. I think she's the one that, that found him. I was like, you got you to gotta look at this dude and see what he's doing. And you got to bring him on the show one day. You know, having a show that's about interesting people with positive stories, I don't know that there's been a, a bigger home run hitter than Rodney Smith. Rodney is a founder of the Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Services. Uh, he is a, a heck of a guy over in Alabama that started this up. It's been on the news. You've probably seen something about it. Maybe just didn't realize who he was. But I'm joined by Mr. Rodney Smith Jr. today. Rodney, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm good. Now, you're you're in Huntsville, Alabama, right? Yes, sir. Are you Huntsville, born and raised Alabama. there? Born and raised in Huntsville? No, I'm originally from the island of Bermuda. 
I was going to say that that accent was coming through a little bit when you were <laughs> talking before. So, I, I mean, so when did you move to Alabama? Uh, 2009. 2009, okay. I came to Alabama. Okay, I've I've seen some great stuff about you, but let's let's talk about the beginning of this. Okay. What got you? What was what was the moment when you decided? Uh, you needed to do something bigger than than just one thing. Well, let's let's start at the very beginning. Where did this whole project start? I started back in 2015 um, in Huntsville, Alabama. I was in my senior year of college at the time, and I came across an elderly man outside mowing his lawn, and it looked like he was struggling. So I just pulled over and helped him out. Then after helping him out, then I, I decided I'll start mowing free loans for the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans in Huntsville, Alabama. And, yeah, that's how it all started, and one thing led to another, and then the organization was founded, and here we are today. You you, you had a – there was a post the other day. Uh, so, mm-hmm. pe- so people are probably – now that we've talked about it, people are probably a little bit familiar. They've probably had a tickle in their brain about, oh, yeah, I've seen this on the news, or I've seen a story about this guy. There was a really cool one the other day, and you had a, kind of a somber follow-up to it. There was a, a an, an elderly lady who yeah. uh, had uh, somebody uh, somebody was she was charging for her, them to come and cut her grass, and yep. you helped her out. And she she has since passed away. I think yeah. within the past year, um, it seemed like you had kind of a neat relationship with her. What what was that like? Oh well, yeah, it was, a, it was a great relationship. Her name was Miss Gibbs, and yeah, she she called me her adopted grandson. <laughs> we just we just formed a relationship. Ever since the day I started moving her lawn, you know, yeah. and I would always go by. We sit down outside of our porch and, and just talk and just chat. I, every time I would mow her lawn, and she would always offer me water or something to drink. And yeah, we just we just formed the relationship, and then she just sadly passed away this past March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you've cut lawns in like what, like almost every state now. I mean, you you you're you've been everywhere, right? Yeah. So. I've cut lawns in all 50 states about 13 times for different 50 state mowing tours that I started back in 2017. So yeah, yeah, I've been to all 50 states 13 times, and each year I do a few few 50 state tours. So all right, this so, year I have a few more coming up. Oh, you do? Okay. When, when's the when's the when's the when's the next one? Oh, I'm not sure. Probably around September or October. Okay. You that's the that was the thing. That's when I noticed you when all of a sudden here's this crazy guy with a lawnmower going around every <laughs> state. And and that's kind of when you really kind of started getting on a lot of people's radar. Um is yeah. a, a heck of an idea. What made you think of doing that as not only a way to help reach out but help promote this this group you wanted to build? Yeah, so um I was in my I was getting my my, my master's in social work at the time and I was on my lunch break one day. And I watched this video on Netflix of this guy that traveled the world of the acts of kindness to others. And that just gave me a simple idea of going to traveling to all 50 states and moving free loans with elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans. And then um, making people more aware of the organization and, and getting kids to sign up for the 50 yard challenge. And that's what the whole idea came about. And um, yeah, I just went for it. Man. So let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about that for a second because you know the, the 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 name of the group is raising men and women's long care services, and you talk mm-hmm. about the fifty yard challenge and, and and things like that. What is it that your group? I mean, so you do provide a service to to like you said the elderly, uh, veterans, and things like that, single, mm-hmm. disabled folks. 
But talk about yeah. what you're doing as far as reaching out to to the, the 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 people that you're getting involved in actually pushing the lawnmowers. What what's what's the mentality there? Yeah, so it's, it's called the Fit the Yard Challenge, and this is basically a challenge to kids ages seven to seventeen to get out in their community and mow free lawns for the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans. And we also include raking leads and snow shoveling. So let's say you had a son or daughter wherever you lived, and they decided to accept this 50-yard challenge. Um, they'll make a sign saying, I accept the 50-yard challenge, and they will upload it to our website. And in return, we will send them a white raising men or raising women's T-shirt along with safety glasses. So it's set up like the karate system. Every 10 lawns they mow, they get a different color shirt. So <laughs> once they mow 10 lawns, they get an orange. Once they mow 20, a green, 30, a blue, 40, a red. And then once they mow 50, they get a black T-shirt. And I also visit them with a brand new more weed eater and blower for completing the 50-yard challenge. So that's awesome. So you, my wife had said that. Somehow I had missed it. So mm-hmm. when they complete the 50-yard challenge, you supply yeah. them with new equipment to continue it on. How, how yeah. many people do you know since you've started this up in 2017? How many of them have started up either businesses or their own charitable organization or, you know, not just hands out there um, reaching out to people that, that, that need that help, but found their own way to help other people? Do, do you have connections with some of those that have gone even bigger than just someone who's continued it on a singular basis? Um, since the, since the, since the, since the old kids, most of them just, some of them start a, a business. Yeah. And then they also mow free loans for those that need still. But yeah, that, that's, some do that. Then you got some, we have special editions, 50, 50 yard challenge. So if they finish the first 50 yard challenge. We have like a special edition called the military edition where they go move for old, old veterans and active duty military. And then we have another one for teachers. They can move for old teachers. Then we got one for healthcare professionals and police officers, first responders, and all that. So there's different challenges kids can do if they decide to um, continue on with the 50-yard challenge. Well, I think that's I think that's really cool because not only are you helping people that need you know, need that for their yards that can't get out there and do it, that can't afford it. You know, one of the things you talked about with Miss Gibbs when that post mm-hmm. that I saw is you have to think about it. You know, she was paying somebody to come. She's on a fixed income. She's got to pay for medications and other things. She's got water bills, light bills to pay yep. just like anybody else. And so you're helping them out in more than one way. I got to think that this 50-yard challenge has also given some kids either a sense of purpose, a sense of direction. If some of them yeah. have started their own business, that's a great thing. You've given them something that they didn't see before. Is yeah. is that something that you sought out to do, or has this kind of surprised you in some ways you've seen it develop? Yeah, I didn't, have, I didn't think about it kids starting a business once they finish you know i didn't realize i don't realize kids were interested in that you know yeah but you know after a while i saw kids you know said oh let's start start my business now you know i i earned this and i'm a free loan for those in need now i'm gonna start a business and but on the side i'm still gonna move with those who need the help still so yeah that's awesome how many kids have completed the challenge it's probably near 200 or maybe more wow and Currently, we have about almost 4,000 nationwide taking part. Oh, wow. So, so it's, a group. it's a big group. That is that is incredible. That's awesome. So what where do you see this going? What, what do you want? I mean, I know what you're doing is great, and I hope it continues mm-hmm. on in the form that it's in. But if you could if you could reach down and, and let your brain go crazy for a second, what would you like to see happen out of this? What, what's something that you'd like to see that where'd you where you'd like to see this develop? I'm just 
continue to grow, get more kids involved, and you know, it's it's a it's a big need. You know, it's it's needed everywhere. People always need help with the lawn or, or snow shoveling or raking leaves. So, you know, I see it like a big brothers and big sisters organization one day, and hopefully, he can get to that level. Yeah. What's up? What's that? I'm sorry. Oh no, because because it's needed everywhere and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's a what what's a challenge to this that when you started it out you didn't see coming and something you had to kind of overcome either as yourself or a group to get this thing rolling? Well, I didn't really see no challenges. Um, everything just fell into place. Really, it was never really no no hard challenges because you know just I just believe in just doing the work and you know people will help you and support you. <laughs> That's one thing I realized. So you know, I just stuck to it and people supported the organization. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess I, probably the hardest part was just getting the hard work and beating the heat some days. I, I assume what oh, yeah. what what's been um, the the what's been something that has made you smile the most in, in this? Has there been a relationship with a with a, someone that you went by to their house? Is there um, someone that there's been a part of the challenge? Maybe somebody that helps you out. What, what's what's been one of your favorite things about getting this going? Just, just seeing the kids, really. Just seeing the kids wanting to get out there, wanting to help people. You know, seeing kids. Oh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat the record. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to mow it in, 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 a, in a week and stuff like this. Just seeing, but just seeing kids, you know, getting out there, putting on the video games and, and wanting to do it. No one's forcing them. They want to get out there. They want to earn their shirts and equipment, and they, they want to help. You know. Yeah. So, so just seeing that, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing because you know. A lot of kids could just be inside playing video games, but these kids that are in the 50-yard challenge, they're wanting to get out there and they're wanting to help. So seeing kids, you know, take that step and, and wanting to get back to the community, you know, it's a good feeling. Tell me a little bit about the Autism Mowers Auction. What What is that? No, it's just one of, like what I said, do my 50-state tours. Um, after a while, I realized I could start customizing lawnmowers for different causes. And one of the causes that I mowed for uh, for this year, one of my 50 state tours I done in April was for autism. So I went to all, so I went to all 50 states and I found kids or, or adults with autism and I mowed the lawn and stuff like that. And I interviewed them, you know, what it's like to have autism, get their side of the story. And I had autism mowers made up for that and um, I auctioned them off. Those funds would go to a charity associated with autism. So whenever I do a 50 state tour, I do the same same thing for that for whatever cause I, I'll move for. So later this year, I might do for breast cancer or Down syndrome, or I might do another veterans one. So I'm just not sure yet. But every 50 state tour after the first few, I start just customizing lawnmowers like that, whatever cause I'm moving for. The customizing lawnmowers, I got, I got, I got to tell you, one of my favorite ones that you had though, is the the mowing with cops. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, so if you have if you haven't seen this, y'all check it. Y'all to check it out. So the the website. Make sure I get this right. Is weareraisingmen.com, all one word. Weareraisingmen.com. Um, they have it's called the Lawn Cruiser, and it is this it is this mower with this tricked out lights. It's got the cop lights on top of it, and the idea yeah. of it was to get the cops mowing in, in the communities with families. That thing is awesome. It looks yeah. uh, like I like I want one of those. That is a cool looking <laughs> mower, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a that's an ingenious idea. What? Yeah. What? What's your the response been to 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 the different programs like that? How has that been received where you've gone? Uh, well, it's been well received. You know, officers really like really get a kicked out kick out of a lawnmower. It looks like a police car. 
and they want to get out there and help and mow free lawns too. So, you know, and that's a community engagement. You know, that, that's the whole idea behind it to get officers and the communities to build, bridge that gap between them. You know. Yeah. And then I thought I thought creating that lawnmower was a great way to make make that happen. And it's been it's been great to see officers go out in the community and with that lawnmower and kids kids come up to them talk to them hey that's a cool mower how do you do that so that's starting yeah. a relationship starting a friendship and bridging that gap yeah yeah that is that is awesome well you're uh your, your stuff's fantastic i i love the yeah. mentality that you have i mean everything that you do is is with a sense of purpose and, and what i love the most of rodney is that is seeing you succeed at it and i and i yeah. think it's i think it's just awesome it's you're 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 a blessing to anybody that you come across, and I think it's it's great that people like you are out there making a difference. I know that people can find you at the website that we just mentioned, and and by the way, if you're mm-hmm. listening to this, I'll, I'll put this on the local bar media uh, Facebook page. Anybody that wants to try to get a hold of it, if somebody wants to follow you, I know you're at Twitter at I am Rodney Smith. It's R O D N E Y yeah. Smith. But if people want to donate, if people want to get involved, if people want to follow you, if, if they want to, I, I know you've got merchandise and T-shirts that you sell. If kids want to get involved with the program, what's the best way for somebody to, to, to get in touch with you, find out more about what's going on? Yeah, on, on Twitter, like you said, I am Rodney Smith, or Instagram or Facebook at Rodney Smith Jr. Then our website has, excuse me, has all the information. You know, they, they want to donate, they can go there. Like all the all the equipment that we give to kids come from our Amazon wish list. So whenever want someone purchases an item, a lawnmower, weed eater, blow up, whatever it might be, we um you know they deliver to us and then I store them in the storage. And every time a kid completes it, you know we take it out to them. So it's all you know supported by you know generous people around around the country that just you know want want to see the mission succeed. And we're so grateful for them. And if you want to sign your kids up, you can just simply go to our website and. Go to the 50-yard challenge tab and sign your kids up. So I have to ask you a question. I was just checking out your Twitter page, and it said that you posted about 50 minutes ago. You had the pleasure of mowing Miss Baker's lawn. Are are you standing in somebody's yard? Did you just finish mowing a lawn? Oh, yeah, a little early ago, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The audio was off a little bit. I'm like, this guy is the most real dude. He's probably out there sweating his butt off in Alabama somewhere. Are you in Alabama? Is that where you're mowing a lawn today? Yeah, yeah okay. it's pretty hot out here, about 90, 97 right Jeez, now. man, you, you kill me, man. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> Rodney, it's, it's a pleasure talking to you, man. I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, likewise, man. I'm a big fan of yours. Whatever we can do to help promote what you're doing, we certainly will. Thank yes, you for being someone who's gone out there and just made a dang difference, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I probably not just in the people's yards that you cut, but the kids that look up to you, the kids that get involved, their friends that get involved, the communities yes. you're involved with. You're, you're a bright light, man, and, and we really appreciate what you're doing out there. And if there's ever anything we can do to help promote you, man, you, you got friends here, okay? Yes, yes, sir. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to talk with me. All right, man. Well, you have a good one, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, you too. Think about it, what's it gonna be? The air that surrounds it is not enough to breathe. The stars that surround you, they fall at your command. The sea, it will drown you. 
bring you back again I want to thank Rodney Smith for coming on the show again. What a great guy. I mean, what an incredible guy. Here's someone, <clears throat> if you can, sorry, it's a rainy day. You, you, you got to do something about some of the acoustics in the in the studio. We've got upgrades coming to the studio when we move here in a month. Boy, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yes. Moving is one of my favorite things. My wife, no one enjoys it more than her. She loves it. I don't care what she says. She loves it. Nobody likes it. <laughs> uh, what, a, what a great guy Rodney Smith is. And, you know, it, it, talking with him, he's, he's so cool. He's just so down to earth. <clears throat> but I, I'm, you know, I did a show a couple weeks back about, you know, it's kind of been a theme now for a while. We got we to do better. Waiting on the government to come and save you. I mean, <laughs> if you have not learned your lesson this past week. No, I, I don't think I'm doing a show on it, by the way. Getting emails left and right. But I will tell you this, if you have not learned your lesson about the government coming to save you, I don't know how many other ways I gotta spell it out to you. We have to we have to watch out for ourselves. We have to do we have to watch out for each other. And we're not doing that. And and, and in cases where I can really see it, I I wanna present um I wanna present those forward. And and Rodney is obviously one of them. Look at this guy. And here's the thing. Rodney didn't do this. He didn't do this because he uh, he didn't start some movement with some grand design. You just heard him. This guy started a movement. This guy started making a difference because of one thing, one thing. And that one thing gets missed every day, every single day. No, it wasn't him branding on TikTok or anything. No, it wasn't him getting a lot of kids to get in, involved in a contest. No, no, it wasn't any of that. It was just one thing. And every single one of us that's either talking into this microphone or listening out the other side, every single one of us misses this every single day. Every day, every day, every day. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how I began to notice it. I began. I, I began noticing this because I am one of the luckiest. I am actually the luckiest guy you know. I am more than likely the luckiest guy you will ever meet. And I, I know two of the most incredible people that I believe have ever walked the face of the planet. I know they're the two most incredible people that I know right now. Um. I've gotten to know them through uh, their charity work over the last 10 years or so. Um, I've seen them over the last 10 years raise more money for kids with disabilities or for certain community projects. I've seen them spend more time and spend more resources in gathering food for homeless folks, blankets, even even things for homeless pets. I have watched them help out um, uh, kids in their community. I've seen them take kids that have disabilities and help them feel comfortable and normal with where they are. I have watched them turn every, every which way when I've been in person with them, and they 
actively look for a way to help somebody or to make something around them better. If they see someone who seems to be hurting, they don't wait for them to sign up on some email list. They immediately reach out and start making a difference. They do it in schools. They do it in churches. I have yet to meet a single pastor. I have yet to meet a single social worker. I have met yet to meet a single charitable officer, anything like that, that even gets remotely close to what they do. And here's the thing. In getting to know them, and getting to know them, one of the things that I've realized is none of it is fake. None of it is fake. It is built upon that same principle, that same thing that Rodney has, that same thing that we miss every single day. Rodney does it. That's how he started this. They do it every single day. I see them constantly do it. It is one thing. That one thing is doing the right thing. That's all it is. Rodney saw someone, Rodney saw someone who needed their grass cut and he went and cut their grass. Rodney had an elderly person in his neighborhood who could not afford to cut their grass or was struggling to do it and he went and cut their yard. And look what he's he that man has changed lives. He has changed lives. Those two people I was talking about, they're my daughters. That's not a cheesy dad thing. I mean every damn word of it. And let me tell you why the story of my daughters is extremely important. We are Maria and I are very open with our family. We, we we've talked about it on the internet. We share stuff. Our daughter, our daughter, blah blah blah. Our daughters are involved in many things where they're put in a public eye. We are not afraid of that. We do watch it. We are very cautious about it. But we're a little bit more open than most. I want to tell you the story behind my girls that you don't know. My understanding the story of my two girls will help you understand your story in all this. You see, I have one, Bryn. She's got her Instagram. She's been on the show. She's been on the show a lot. <laughs> Always available for filling when someone cancels at the last moment. Uh, she She's at Bryn's Purpose on Instagram. She raises money. She delivers meals on wheels. She does all that kind of stuff. You, you, you've heard about her. I don't, I don't want to bore you with the dad bragging, okay? You know of Sterling, but probably not as well. She's not as promoted. She doesn't get involved in that. <clears throat> she's also a little bit younger. We're still kind of watching some of the stuff she does online. So we got, we're a little bit more careful with that. Sterling spends uh, her birthday, and this really is, it was really kind of her mom that started this. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but uh, she, she doesn't ask for presents. She asks for people to bring uh, food or blankets or something. But she also does things throughout the year. But Sterling... Sterling is incredible with people. Sterling had a girl in her preschool class that um, had Down syndrome, and the mother reached out to Maria one day and said uh, that she really appreciated it. And the teachers even said she they really just get um, this warm feeling because they watch Sterling include her and bring her into all this stuff, just like she does all these other kids. And she really appreciates Sterling putting forth an effort, and we asked Sterling about it, and she saw no effort in it whatsoever. And Sterling is not oblivious. Sterling is extremely smart. 
Sterling doesn't always want you to know how smart she is. Oh, my God. She and I, if you could hear the conversations we have, one of these days I'm going to embarrass her and do this when she's older. Uh, the, the, the conversations that she and I have when nobody else is around, oh, my God, it's like confession for her. I mean, she starts speaking in a way that sounds like she's 14. I'm like, God, what, what are you? Don't do this. And then, of course, when I try to call her out in front of somebody, I love the bad guys. Thanks, Charles. But she is. She's not oblivious to any of this stuff. And she was helping that little girl out. She knew. She knew. But her answer to us, oh, is there something wrong with her? Actually saw that girl at a swim meet. She swam against Sterling um, uh, just last week. Hadn't seen her in a while. And she was out there with her swim team. And as she came uh, to the end of the pool, Sterling was sitting there just yelling and cheering for her as loud as she could while she was in the lane beside her. It was, it was really kind of sweet. Both my girls do that. That's not the point. Here's the point. Both my girls are very much alike, and they really get along wonderfully. They both have the, the, the sweetest hearts. They're, they love each other very much. They completely, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're sisters. They'll, they'll have their problems, but they have so much respect for each other, and, and they, they do a very good job of something that we really didn't teach them. They just know. But they could not be more different in some other areas. Everything comes easy for Bryn. Everything. She wins everything. She, I mean, don't get me wrong. She has her losses. She gets knocked down. But then she just goes back out there, and she shakes off the last interception and keeps throwing Hail Marys. Getting busted in the face here, falling flat on your butt over here. Yeah, those lumps are there, but, man, these home runs sure are pretty. Man, Bryn can, <laughs> if she wasn't so sweet and cute, she would piss a lot of people off. Listen, listen, we're all the villain in someone's story. I would love to know whose story Bryn is the villain in because everybody loves this child. And it does come very easy for her, but she puts a lot of effort into it. Maria and I talked for years about being worried, and Maria would constantly bring it up that, Bryn's doing too much. She is doing too much. She's right. Maria's right. But every time I think that child's going to crack, she does it. She just, she has got, she is completely, she's got the energy to persevere through hard times. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I struggled with her doing travel soccer because of all the things that people before their kids do travel, anything worry about. It's not like baseball. I know you, I hear from you baseball people enough. I know it's still tough. Don't get me wrong. Man, watching her this past year has taught me a lesson or two. That child is is figuring it out. She really is. She can back off a couple of things, but but she looks at helping people the same exact way. She started doing Meals on Wheels for a school project. She still does it today. She likes helping people. Maria is real big on making sure our girls understand why they're helping people. One of the times we were talking to them about something, and she's like, you know, it bothers me. They, they can't really verbalize what it is. As I've gotten older and watched them, I've realized they didn't know how to verbalize it. They were just going off the feeling of helping someone. Everything comes easy for Bryn. Nothing comes easy for Sterling. Nothing. Oh, she's smart. She's smart mouth. <laughs> She's tough. She's hard-headed. I have two daughters who are dealt two different hands. 
who both have two different circumstances. And both of them are hell-bent on being good people. Sterling finds ourselves in situations that you would not believe from time to time. Nothing that we share on this show. She's fine. But the past three years of this child's life, and to be quite honest with you, the past nine have not been the easiest. That child has had every reason to give up on people. That child has had every reason to let people fall off of her radar. That child has had plenty of reasons to worry more about herself and not other people, and she doesn't. She doesn't. She still, still focuses on her friends or even a stranger if they're having a hard time. She will still worry about the worst people that she knows. Not because she's naive. She is wise to it all. But if I've ever seen anyone who fully believes in the redeeming opportunities, not qualities or powers, but opportunities that exist in humanity, that child does. That child at nine knows something about the worst of humanity than even some of you listening do. And I mean that wholeheartedly. But it does not stop her. It does not break her spirit. And just like her sister, that everything comes easy to. She cares about other people. She cares about making a difference. And she cares about doing the right thing just as much as the girl who has everything handed to her. The reason I bring that up is because I hear people make excuses all the time. Well, that's not the way I am. That's not how I was brought up. Maybe I'd be that way if I got to get over your sanctimonious self. These are kids. Man, I watch them all the time. They are the biggest inspiration I have. Mostly because they have taken the lessons that Maria has taught them. And, 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 and make no mistake, that's where it comes from. But they also have a natural ability to, to want to drive towards that. And they will not compromise that. They will not. They will, and I will tell you something about those two sweet faces. They will fight with you if they fully believe well Bryn probably wouldn't say it to me but if they fully believe they are damn right on something they will not let up and they will be sneaky if they have to you want to talk about people that compromise their positions they do not do it I hope to God it only gets stronger as they get older they will make a difference in this world. And to be quite frank with you and to be the most bragging dad that I can, they already have. How many of you have written me asking me questions about the two of them? How many of you have told me that you're inspired by them? Now, let me ask you a question. Why can't you? You don't think my kids are busy? Shit, man. Get Maria on here. Ask her how busy our kids are. Our family is just as busy as all of yours. I promise you it is. I'm not going to say it's more busy, even though it probably is. 
you can do this stuff. Because all it takes is 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 doing the right thing. One day I was at the grocery store, and one of the things that pees me off more than anything else is people leave those shopping carts. The shopping cart, you, nobody's asking you to take them all the way back to the front. They, they've put these little places in the middle. Just drop, just drop them off here. And I see people leave their carts. Now, I'll tell you who it doesn't bother with me with. Old people, especially the ones that don't want to park in the handicap. And I, I see you out there. I see you out there, old guy, that just is damn determined to park your car as far away as you can because you're not going to be a handicap, but you and I both know it's June and it's South Carolina and it's hot as crap. So I, I get you. Don't worry. You make sense to me leaving that card. I do appreciate you putting it up on that little mound of dirt there. Thank you for doing that. But And pregnant moms that can't get a, a, a spate. Listen, I've been a pregnant parent now. Now I wasn't pregnant myself, but uh, I've been a parent that had to have a baby in the car with me. I will tell you I aimed to park near those places, but sometimes you can't. But, man, I see college kids. I see people of every age just coming around and just leaving their carts out. That drives, it drives me insane. Drives me insane. But what do I do? If I see an old guy that, you know, hey, you want me, I'm, I'm walking back up. You want me to grab that? Like, on my way into the store. Why don't I take one with me? If I see one that's just sitting there and I'm on my way into the store, why not take it with me? Yeah, we talk about, we talk about people leaving them out there. But how many of you are putting them back on your way in? You see them a little bit of a few extra steps gets it gets your your, your fitbit will pick up a little bit more if you do this we're quick to point out the problems that are there but we we don't want to do the extra work it may take we just want to complain about that and i get that hey listen i get that i'm sitting here talking into a microphone every week I, i get that we 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 want to point it out and we should but it doesn't devoid us from actually taking some action and doing something i'm not telling you you gotta go cut your neighbor's grass but it can be as simple as helping somebody put a cart up. It can be as simple as making sure that your neighbor doesn't need help carrying that stuff in. It can be as simple as making sure somebody's okay when they're sitting there at a restaurant. Maybe a bar. Having a beer for the first time that they've sat in that restaurant Since the first time their deceased husband brought them in there. You, you don't know what somebody's issue is. I had a friend that happened to the other day. She went back to her deceased husband's hometown, sat in a bar, quietly just kind of crying to herself. Maybe maybe people don't want to be bugged, but asking them if they're okay is, is fine to do as well. Texting your friends, seeing what's going on with them, asking them how this thing was. And you know, you know, <laughs> I talk about that a lot about your friends and whatever. How about inside your own house? Do you check on each other constantly? Do you ask if you're okay? And I don't mean like by saying what the hell's wrong with you. I mean, do you, do you hey, you okay? Everything going all right with you? Maria and I do that a lot. It means a lot. It, it means a lot when she does that. It means a lot. It means a lot for you to check in with your spouse. It means a lot for you to check in on your kids. You don't have to check in on just somebody else's. Doing the right thing doesn't take a lot. It just takes you paying attention. Let me, let me, how about this? Do this for me over the next couple of weeks. You know that tickle in your brain where you're like, ah, should I do that? Ah, I don't know. Whenever you feel that, whenever you feel real quick, should I stop real quick and help? Should I do this real quick? Should I ask them? I don't know. I'm kind of in a hurry. Take the week. Just take the week. 
And whenever that question comes up, say, yes, I should, and just do it. Just do it. Just go and do it. Take that few extra minutes. Apologize for being late. You don't have to give them a story about why. You don't have to do it to get credit. But whenever that little tingle crosses your mind, should I? Yes, just say yes to it. Say yes to it for a week. Just get out there and try that. I'm not saying you're going to start a big movement where people are going to be cutting grass in your honor. I'm not saying that. But that's how that started. I'm not saying that has to be your goal. But somebody could see that and get inspired and do something just as well. What I'm saying is that act doesn't have to just help that person out alone. You never know who's watching you. Believe me. My girls do not understand how much they inspire their dad every day. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab. But if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. So do